church. Not as good. And all the time. Well, he's been extra good to us with some cool weather for a long time. I always wanted to deepen our character with a little bit of heat. You know, I'd like to avoid that character formation stuff as much as possible. It's always hard on me. Trying, keep trying, he had over a thousand pounds. 
Fosbury, famous high jumper, who decided to jump over backwards into the new heights. He said, by doing something radically different, I was able to jump higher. I, you know, we can pick up some of these messages, keep trying, do something radically different. My favorite quote of the three is from Larry Hamilton, who's, who took midway surfing to a whole other level. You know, he, he wanted to ride waves that were so big you couldn't paddle into them. You had to be towed into them, that you couldn't go up enough speed. And here's his quote. If I scare myself once a day, I'm a better person. That may have issues, I think. <laughs> Maybe that'll work for you. If you scare yourself once a day, you'll be a better person. Maybe that's the secret to success, you know, doing that. We think about our time that we have and, and how we want to live our lives and what's the best way to live our lives. I was reading an article in USA Today this week about somebody, um, I don't know if you his name, you ever heard the name Douglas Engelbart? Uh, you may have, some of you little techies, now most of you haven't. I had until I read the article. There were two in the first service who actually had him, and I thought, wow, that's impressive. Well, he's an engineer, and several years ago, he decided that he calculated how many work minutes do I have left in my life? And he calculated that he had about 5 million minutes left to work in his life. So he said, how do I really want to spend these 5 well, he was in an engineer job that he wasn't happy with, and so he went on and he said, I love computers, and I want to figure out a way to make computers more accessible to people. So, in 1968, he invented the computer mouse. And thus, many of us have used one of those at one time or another, and the computer has become much more accessible. So, you think, how many minutes do I have left? way to be successful, quote-unquote, in his life. What's the secret ingredient? One article in New York Magazine talked about the power of positive publishing and how self-help ate America. An article in this magazine says that the self-help movement has mushroomed into an $11 billion initiative, dedicated to telling us how to improve our lives. Today, there are at least 45,000 books in print of the Optimize Everything book we now call self-help. Now, don't get me wrong. I think there's some good literature out there to help us to help ourselves in certain ways and improve in certain ways, but it can become kind of an end-all, which can be scary sometimes. They said 20 years ago when Chicken Soup for the Soul was published, everyone knew where to find it and what it was for. Whatever you thought of self-help, a godsend, guilty pleasure, snake oil, the genre was safely contained. No one was safely contained Today, every section of the store, or web page, or we'll go to the instructions, handouts, and all these for self-help books. Self-help books replace doctors, therapists, maybe even parents and teachers, with public personalities who gave name to problems in their lives. I love some of these titles. Just get, here's some of the secrets to how to make people like you in 90 seconds or less. It's how to make a lasting good impression. From teeth to breath to handshake to small talk. Influence the psychology of persuasion. Business and science tested strategies for bending others to your will. 59 seconds, change your life in under a minute. Provides behavioral tweaks in the amount of time anyone can spend. Kindly open in 59 seconds and change my life in under a minute. 
self-published current version to get rich or get good at anything quick. Well, the titles go on and on. But today, the psalmist tells us there is a life that brings much fruit and prosperity to you. It's a life of what one author might call a steady Psalm chapter 1, beginning with verse 1, just six verses. And it reads like this Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf they do prosperous. Not so the wicked. They are like the shadow that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. You see, this first chapter is an introduction in a sense to the book of Psalms, but many scholars think that chapters 1 and 2 serve as an introduction to the whole book of Psalms. The theme of what Psalms is all about is found here in this first chapter, and it starts with a beatitude. It starts with a blessing. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked, or stand in the way of the sinner's take, or sit in the company of mockers. Blessed, happy, or well off is this person. Last week, um, I mentioned the first service, and actually forgot to mention the second service about a little, uh, little formula. I like, I like to share with people sometimes when I'm uh, doing some counseling. It's real simple. I like to say that oftentimes when we say no to something, we're really saying yes to something else. And so I might say no to maybe being involved with a certain person that might tend to lead me down wrong, wrong paths, but in reality I'm saying yes to a life that I really want. I could be saying no to other choices that may not, that may seem harmless at first onset, but really, is that where I want to go? In saying no to some things, I'm saying yes to a healthy relationship with my family, with my spouse, with my kids. And so, in a sense here in verse 1, this person does not walk in the step with the wicked, does not stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company they are saying no to this way of living so that they can say yes to another way of living. And what is this living? Verse 2 says, But this person's delight is in the law of the Lord. He meditates on his law day and night. See this, this word law. We translate it Torah. And Torah means instruction. And traditionally that Torah was the first five books of instructions that God gave to Moses. And these were, this law, this Torah is them. When we say law, oftentimes we think more legalistic things. We think of, of regiments. We think of, you know, do and don't, which is part of that. Again, saying no to some things is saying yes to other things, right? When God says, don't kill, saying yes to life. Don't steal, oftentimes we get the picture. But this Torah is a word from God that in my, my mind, 
very simple. When God gets torn up, He says, let me reign. Let me govern. Trust me in my ways in such a way that you take what I say to be the very words of my life. And when you do that, you will bless me. When you do that, you will be blessed. Because, let's face it, church, Trust me. So when I say Torah, when, when the delight of this person is in the Torah of the Lord and meditating on the day and night, this person recognizes and accepts the fact that God has ordered things in this life and creation and creating human and creating world. And if I live by what He tells me to live, that's the word of the
Tropicana turns out more than 20 varieties of freshly pulled juice. Walmart and other big box retailers provide the stores to more than 400,000 different types of consumers. Netflix allows access to over 100,000 DVDs. And of course, Amazon offers over 24 million products. A lot of choices. An article in The Economist described your one choice like this. Lattes come in tall, short, skinny, decaf flavored, iced, spiced, and fresh. Jeans come flared, bootleg, skinny, cropped, straight, low rise, bleach rinse, dark, washed, and distressed. Moisturizer nourishes, lifts, smooths, revitalizes, conditions, firmly refreshes, and rejuvenates. Faces, noses, wrinkles, and bellies can be remodeled, plumped, or tucked. Teenagers can choose to surf, chat, tweet, zap, or poke in ways that their parents would barely fence. Moving pictures and music can be viewed, recorded, downloaded, or streamed on all manner of screens or devices. One author says in her book, Choice, she says, in movies and apps, this increase in choice, through which we can supposedly customize our lives and make them perfect, leads not to more satisfaction, but rather to greater anxiety and greater feelings of inadequacy and guilt. In his book, The Paradox of Choice, researcher Barry Schwartz claims, We've reached the point where choice no longer liberates, but debilitates, and might even be said to tyrannize. Listen to these words of Jesus. Seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. I love
church, there is no quick secret to success. It's trusting God with everything. It's putting the roots deep down in a relationship with Him. Sometimes I like to sit there and think about all the things on my to-do list, or think about all the things that I'm wanting to get done, or I should have got done, and all the things that I want to achieve, and all those things, and I sit there, and I, I look through all those things, and, and then I say, Let this book, the law, 
Each day. 